Today's episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan, the official captain of Against All Odds. We're raising our glasses of Captain Morgan and Ginger to all you captains out there. Whether you're a tugboat captain, captain of your intramural paintball team, or just live to have fun. You're all captains in our book. You should see this book. No matter how you choose to live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. All right. Welcome to Against All Odds with Cousin Sal. Bill Simmons joining me in a minute. Glad he's jumped on. A lot of basketball talk. I mean, LeBron could be traded to Sacramento by the time this runs, but he's going to join us. I'd love to briefly. LeBron's going to join us? Yes, LeBron's going to join <laughs> oh, us. Oh, cool. Quite, hold on. I haven't even introduced Sorry. you yet. My God. Uh, let's briefly review last week. Joe House. Great Joe House came on. Gave us Gold Star golf picks. Brooks Kepka, 40 to 1, mm. wins the tournament. Huge. Under 279 and a half. He gave us all the unders. Under 65 and a half for best round. I think two rounds we were under 65 and a half the best. Um, the degenerate trifecta, maybe not as good. I gave out Jason Day. He missed the cut by nine strokes. That's like taking. Alabama as a favorite and them losing 77 nothing. That is a terrible, <laughs> terrible pick. My friend Harry, two guys in the top 20. I don't think they made the top 50. The other two, brother Bry gave out uh, Andre Ward. We'll talk about this fight later. He won over Kovalev, his brother. Uh, the parlay kid had Kovalev in the over. So brother oh, Bry no. was the only winner along with Joe House. But let's forget about that for a second. Right now, you know, ever since I started The Ringer, Tate, what was it, like a little over a year ago? Yeah. Yeah, I vowed to get this next guest on, and, and finally, finally, we were able to nail him down. <laughs> Bill Simmons. I think uh, he has a podcast of his own or yeah. something. He'll, he'll tell you about it. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Wow, this is so weird. <laughs> this is strange. We're like a married couple who now I'm dressed like a woman and you're dressed yeah. like a man or something. Yeah, this is well, bizarre. you always did that. Let's not pretend <laughs> this is the true. first time. Uh, to be fair. Yeah, no, this is great. Um, I'd like to apologize to all the fans of the Degenerate <laughs> Trifecta who yeah. don't understand why I'm on instead of the three. <laughs> I'm with you. I think Harry is the biggest rising star in the ringer. You think so? I hate to pick favorites with the trifecta, but I just did. All right. Well, listen, everyone's got to have a favorite, right? I've listened to every podcast, and the best <laughs> is when Harry, in complete seriousness, yeah. will just drop some tidbit like, I was watching the Golf Channel at 2 in the morning <laughs> last night. And he's not kidding. It really was two in the morning and right. he really was. Why? Like who watches the Golf Channel when there's not a major? Harry I don't know anybody. Does. Harry yeah, does. Harry does. Harry is... A world-class degenerate. Wow. You've been telling stories about him for years and years and mm -hmm. years. And now he's here. And now he has a forum for his degeneration. And now he is. But I, I, I'm worried you may have just gotten a little taste of him. And he's gone forever because he went off to Costa Rica. Yes. And it's been radio. I've heard from one of his friends. And this is not a joke. That he was in a casino with no air conditioning for four and a half hours. His friends walked in the casino. They walked right out. Harry stayed for four and a half hours and lost $1,500 playing roulette. Um, oh, and no. that's the last I heard from him about two or three days ago. So we'll see. So your relationship. So Harry, we know your longtime yeah, friend. Right. Brother Brian is who? Brother Brian is uh, my good buddy Darren's uh, brother. Okay. And uh, we played football together, Darren and I. And yeah, I mean, we're all, we all just And Darren's like gimmick is you've known him forever. He's got five kids. And he kids, has five kids and, coach, and he's just coaching constantly, everything. but somehow it's time to be a degenerate. That's right, yeah. He's always it's it's like, like I don't. Once you have five kids, how do you have time to even know what the lines are? I don't know. Yeah, I know. You're right. 
Yeah. It's really like high level degeneration though, because you guys had, I've heard hockey, there was a hockey conversation that was really like nuanced. Yeah. And the golf stuff. But then last week, then Harry comes out and he just plops with his two winners. I know. I was disappointed. I I felt like he was like kind of a ringer and the house comes in and just blows him out of the water. House was amazing. Harry was a little uh, distracted. I I sent you some pictures of what's going on in Costa Rica with Harry's literally on the phone while other things are uh, are happening. So Harry's got to decide what does he want to be. You're right. He's got this great forum. Mm -hmm. He's good on the podcast. He's in the perfect environment to succeed. He's a degenerate. He's part of the degenerate trifecta. Yeah. You can't just mail in the U.S. Open. I feel like he mailed it in. I think he owes an apology to everybody. He owes more than that. You yeah. know, we have this bet where he has to lose 52 pounds by Super Bowl 52. Yeah, that's not happening. If he does, he gets $5,200. If not, he has to hang out, sing Daughtry's full album with a sandwich board right. that says, Harry, Harry, Hippo, uh, the fat loser who couldn't lose fat. <laughs> and I really right. look forward to that more than really anything. It reminds me of going way back before Tate was born when Delta Burke was on Designing Woman. <laughs> And her weight was a big controversy, and the yeah. producers were trying to get her to lose the weight, and she's like, okay, I'm going to lose it, and just couldn't, and right. that's how I feel about Harry. That's it. He's the Delta Burke of Gimli Podcast. He really is. He yeah. really is. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. I think that was his fraternity nickname. He should just nickname. film the video now. Yeah, he should do it. I kind of think he wants to do the video more than even lose the weight. Can so. I ask you one more inside sure. question about Harry? Sure, of course. So he's a package deal with your friend Ken. Yeah, right. Who have won uh, <laughs> multiple Character of the Year awards in yes. your Character of the Year. Ken has an enormous ego mm-hmm. and is also <laughs> equally a degenerate. Yeah. And Harry, it's it's like they're they're like LeBron and Wade in 2011 to 2014 where they had to sort out who the alpha dog was, but it's a good partnership. Right. I'm really worried how Ken is going to handle Harry's podcasting fame. Right. Because Ken has really never done anything publicly. No, no. On a level where there's fans, like you have fans for this podcast, you yeah. have a ton of listeners. It's got to just kill Ken. It's just got to eat them up inside, right? I mean, right? if you could have fans for suing the, the, the veterinarian for mistreating your dog, like I guess Ken could maybe get a following but that way. But that's the thing. No. Ken, all, of Ken's, yeah. all the things that make Ken great yeah. are very small-scale, tiny things that we'd pass around in an email. Right. There's no forum for him. Interesting. Unless he got his own podcast where he just sued people every week. He's probably going to sue us, though. That might be it. Does The Ringer have a podcast where people <laughs> just sue every week? Like a people's court type thing? Yeah, I think that's it. But have you talked to Harry, uh, to Ken about Harry? I haven't. No, Harry's like, keep it quiet. In fact, Harry's going to go crazy that we're talking about Ken right now. He's like, I can't even, I don't, can't even let him know. He's going to be jealous. It's not going to, but you say it's like LeBron and and Dwayne Wade, but Harry cleans up Ken's dog's crap for a living. That's it. So that never. he works for Ken. Yeah, that's right. He's his houseboy, even though we all went to college together. But there's. There's got to be some parallels. Like maybe it's like a LeBron and Kyrie. Yeah. Where LeBron, it was, but then the biggest shot of the game was taken by Kyrie when they won the 2015 finals. That could be it. Yeah. Harry is just repeatedly taking the biggest shot of the game as Ken sits on the sidelines wondering why he's not in the game. Right. I don't know how he, internally, he's just got to be dying. I think it's more like a Cato OJ thing if, <laughs> if OJ took a, a bowel movement on Cato's head every three days. Okay. Yeah, I think that's more like. But it. after OJ went to jail. Yes, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Cato's goes. free now. Like he'll go on talk shows. That's what Harry's that's true. got. Yeah, that's true. Cato's in well, Costa Rica. With I Harry wish right those now. two a lot of luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is great. I'm excited. Now, listen. I'm gonna say something, and you're gonna think this is an insult. But mm. um, like, I've maybe already insulted. Ten or twelve years from now, you're gonna wake up. I'm like, oh my god, he tried to compliment me here. Uh, I don't want to say that you're. 
you're you're a homer in that we could talk Celtics and yes. and you know the 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 Patriots talk like it, it becomes I so love fast my teams. that you know Tom Brady's father would is like all right I can't even listen to this anymore yeah. it gets up there but professionally what you do you're you're the furthest thing from a homer now yeah. let's let's take a look you've had Kevin Durant on I think you had him on the podcast three times three well you had him on every other Wednesday and then you had him on the podcast <laughs> right again. four times yeah uh, you could say what you want he's your favorite NBA player I think I think he is you could he's, even say he's that. way up there okay right. yeah I mean that now it's like obviously I get the emails I'm right. in his pocket yeah I'm in, his, I'm in Kevin Durant's pocket apparently your best buds yeah we're very close and yet the the big our big bet this year was betting on every team except for Golden State to win the championship. Yeah, that turned out to be a problem. And not only that, they went 16-1 and one in the playoffs, and the only time you jumped on Golden State was the one when they lost. It was game four. Game four. Well, I, so before the season, the thinking was, the uh, you know me, I always bet for the odds. Right. What were the odds that make sense? Golden State was a very public team. Mm -hmm. People had given them the title already. Mm -hmm. And what was our what were our odds that Golden State wouldn't win the title? Plus it was better than even, right? Yeah. yeah, plus one. So basically, we had all the twenty nine other teams. Everybody else, yeah. And the theory was, when you have a super team, that first year it gets a little rocky. Nobody knows who the alpha dog is. Mm -hmm. There was I sent you a long email. Sure. You could even read my read the fake email in my voice <laughs> if you want. Sense. Yeah. The two thousand eleven Heat. <laughs> I listed all one. the teams. I'll work on my own impression, <laughs> but. That first year is always rocky, not to mention the injury luck. Right. You just never know with the NBA. Who could, somebody can get hurt, that's it. So to get better than even odds on every team in the league made sense. Okay. And I never went against it. And there were moments during the season to go against it. I didn't. I didn't. We got to the playoffs, never went against it. Right. And then uh and then finally they after they won game three, the series is over, obviously. Mm -hmm. That was time to at least win a little money back on the Warriors money line. Okay. And of course that was a game where Cleveland hit twenty four threes. Yeah, they were unstoppable. So somehow I lost money on the only game they lost in the playoffs. <laughs> and I bet against a team that went sixteen one in the playoffs and won eighty three games. It's almost impossible yeah. to do what you did. And yet you you've did. done ten ten Oh, Worst yeah. things in that game in the last two years. I feel like together we're unstoppable. I know, but that, but you're you sat with Kevin Durant. Okay, so that's basketball. Now let's switch to boxing. And you bragged about this Andre Ward interview you did, and it was great. It was a great podcast, yeah. and it felt like you guys knew each other for many many years. Yeah. And you're like, I'm betting Kovalev. Something doesn't seem right here. I did. I texted you. What the what happened there? Um, you love Andre Ward. I was convinced there was a there was a trilogy in the making. Uh huh. I thought it should. I I like the odds. And uh, and I just thought Kovalev was going to beat him. Yeah. I thought he made a mistake in the first fight where he just should have won the first fight. He threw the kitchen sink the first few rounds. Right. Didn't really have enough stamina for the last six and also got screwed by the cards. We, you and I both thought... I was it's at probably the fight. seven five Kovalev. Yeah. If it was six six, he still wins because he, he knocks knock Ward down. down. Right. There's no real scenario where that was a draw. Right. So... You know, then obviously this one comes out. Ward has Kovalev throws the kitchen sink early. Mm -hmm. Ward is just totally ready for everything, and that was it. Although I will say, that was a low blow at the end. It was. I think Kovalev went down thinking it was a low blow with the five minute stoppage, and then the fight just ended. Yeah, that Didn't last that, isn't minute that what it was seemed so like? weird. That last minute was so weird because it seemed like he quit on the fight and like was looking for a low blow thing. And I think if they tell him like if they say to Kovalev like, "All right, you could we'll give you five minutes to regain your composure," he would have been like, "I'm good." Or we can go to the cards. 
I think he would have said, hey, let's go to the cards. I'm done with this fight. And yeah. then that would have been a whole different thing because he probably should have been winning on the cards there, but he wasn't. He was losing on two out of three. So that would have been a whole other controversy. But here's what gets me crazy. The guy, he fought him before, like you said. And here's what he knows. He's out of stamina by round eight. He's, he's out. He's, he's Kovalev's out of stamina. Yeah. by round eight. Ward takes off the first few rounds. Yeah. Typically, okay? Uh, Kovalev is stronger. Um, he's not going to win a decision in Las Vegas. I don't know if you know, but there's some like crazy right. stuff now between us and the Russians. Right. If you read the fake news, very hard not. for a Russian to win a right. card here. With all this in mind, why not go out? Forget throw the kitchen sink, throw everything, microwave, throw all the kids at him. That those first four rounds have to be yours. That's where you have to stop him. I think the game plan was terrible, especially since they had fought before. He might just have bad people around him. Yeah. Because in the first fight, he didn't look like he was in shape enough. Right. And if he had been in better shape, I think he wins because Ward really just wasn't prepared for how physical he was. Right. The second fight, it just seemed like Ward had him figured out. Mm -hmm. And if that if there were four more rounds in that fight, I feel like, don't you think Ward would have won the last four? Yes, I definitely do. It just would have been like yeah. one of those and Jim Lampley gets sad at some point. The crazier right. fight was the fight before, which would have been the one of the worst fights ever to gamble on where the guy got knocked out like four seconds yeah. after the bell. So, you know, they reversed that decision. Oh, did they, they finally? They so what it, happens if you gambled on it? I don't it? know. I, I've been trying to find it. It's a no contest now. He was hit easily. One of those things where it was, uh, there was an exchange, but the guy was hit two seconds after the bell. A full two It was count. a full two seconds yeah. and right. he got cold cocked. Yeah, and actually, it was so far after the bell that he fell into the ref because the ref was already trying right. to separate him, and, they, and he basically the ref held him up for a split second before he just fell on the floor. Yeah, he like fell a into like the ring card girl. Like yeah, she was, that, that's how late it was. But here's what's scary about it: they went and looked at the replay before they sent Michael Buffer in there right. to make the decision, and, and they still, still messed it up. Didn't see that. It was like, oh boy, we're we're looking at replay that's clear. And they're not, uh, they're not well, getting on. One more thing. I know this isn't yeah. a gambling angle, but why Go do you on. think that Ward-Kovalev fight wasn't bigger? I don't know. I felt like that was about as big as a mouse fart. Like yeah. from the moment NBA stuff started happening last Friday, it was mm -hmm. like they, they should have just canceled the box. <laughs> they should have just canceled the fight. Do you think? I don't know it was why. Just completely irrelevant. And, and and they announced McGregor and, uh, and that Floyd. blew it off too. Was that it? Was that why people didn't show up because they knew in two months there was this other fight? Like it doesn't make sense. That first fight was very solid. There, it there just felt like more. the wrong weekend. It felt like people needed a break from sports last weekend. Yeah. And you had the U.S. Open anyway. Right. And it just didn't feel right. It, it didn't feel like it was the right night for a fight. I know. Kids are getting out of school. The college kids are home. I, I, I don't feel know. bad for Andre Ward. I don't know where he goes. Like, he talks about Cruiserweight. Man, maybe He's you great. could discuss this with him next time you have him on. I, he'll you, never come on again. Before you, you bet against You him. just told him that I bet on Kovalev. <laughs> I'll never get him back. What I is even wrong have Kovalev with you? on. I'm going to have to hire Kovalev. <laughs> what is wrong with you? All right, let's talk about some. This is a real odds. Paul George's destination. This is the big free agent signing. Did Who you gets did you talk about the boxing, the uh, Mayweather-McGregor odds last week? You did, right? We did. We yeah, discussed yeah. like uh, the Because we ran a piece on The Ringer today that made a couple points that I thought... People seem to think Floyd's just, this is it. This is a joke. This is like Thunder Lips it. against Rocky and that, that whole thing. Do me a favor. Please, please don't talk us into betting Conor McGregor. No, I, 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 I feel wouldn't like do that. I, this is where this is going. I do feel like it should be discussed. You think because you like the point that he's 40 years old. He's 40 fought. years old and he, and he hasn't fought in two years. And uh -huh. I'm just saying, history of boxing. If you just go through, you can take any great boxer you want. Once you get into your late 30s in your, or you hit 40, whatever, 
and you're not fighting that often, that's when weird shit starts to happen. Right. We've seen this over and over again. And I thought he made a really good point about just how, how cocky and arrogant McGregor is. This uh-huh. isn't like CM Punk going into the UFC. McGregor's really going to think he's going to win. Sure. Now, the flip side of this is I don't think Floyd ever takes this fight unless he is positive he's going to win. Because Floyd doesn't want to get hit. He's 40. What does he want to get hit in the head? Right. Exactly. But he's a southpaw. He's younger. McGregor. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a stand-up fighter in UFC. It will get my money, is my point. I will pay for this fight. Sure. I will yeah. be excited to watch this fight. I'm sure we'll be disappointed, but I don't think this is a farce. Here are some interesting things. Uh, actually, someone sent me a note that said the only reason this isn't like 10 to 1 odds for uh, Connor, which it was high. It was like minus right. 1,200. Now it's like minus 600. But I think <laughs> someone said Vegas is nervous that if they make Connor 10 to 1 odds, uh, Floyd will put $300 million on Connor. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he'll yeah. get the last laugh. That's true. He'll like throw it somehow. Yeah. It's it's not inconceivable. But here's here's my thing. He's I, the one who should be hosting this podcast. You're right. He sounds like an amazing gambler. He might. He might be back. I heard he had a big money money bet on the Warriors. Did he really? Yeah. So with the word in the street. What do you street. mean you heard? He would have posted heard. it if he word did. Word on the street was he, he was all he in. Is he being shy about it? No, he's he's he stepped in. Here's what I think. If I bring a cat and a dog out here, right? Yeah. And uh, I throw a bone. And Who's the cat retrieves it. Then I'd be like, oh, my God, you know, Connor has a chance. It just isn't his thing. He's okay. not a boxer. I don't think he's in the top 20 boxers in that weight class right now. Right. And I don't think he could hit Floyd. And I don't even know about the puncher's chance thing. I really don't. Now, saying that, having said that, Floyd has screwed us many times before. He really has. We've bet I, the under on him. He takes it to a decision I feel decision like we've won time. more money on Floyd than you we've lost. So? I would say we're net positive with Floyd. We were on seven, eight years ago pretty early that this guy's the best. The odds don't reflect it. Right. I don't ever remember betting against betting him to lose. Right. Did we ever bet him to lose? I feel like we've always we been on bet, a win. We didn't, I think we didn't we've, bet Pacquiao. We've lost we, on like knockout bets and things like that, but not. That's what I mean. He yeah. just toys with these guys. I, I, you think he would do that, or is he finally just going to want to put somebody away? I remember the Ricky Hatton, Ricky Hatton one was one of my favorites. Sure. I yeah. think we might have even gone to that one, but we did. And he um, did knock him out. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we had the knockout, but right. That that's a good example of like the Ricky. A little, it's a little like the McGregor thing where the mm-hmm. the popularity the people who want it to be a good fight and they start talking you into somebody like Ricky Hatton and then Floyd goes out and exactly. Although he did give him a good fight for a couple of rounds. Yeah, if went, I remember. And then Floyd becomes like Floyd. Six. We we were rooting. I think we had money on Floyd anyway, but I think we were going to root for Ricky Hatton. And then it became such an anti-American thing with the chant. Oh yeah. And we were like, yeah, no. that turned into a very Rocky four right. type of crowd rooting for the, for the hometown. Right. It's like Home oh, country now this guy. is weird. We now we have to root for one of our most hated Americans, but he's American nonetheless. Yeah, Floyd's, yeah, Floyd's never been the most yeah, patriotic. Exactly. But in that in that night he was. Anyway. Exactly. Well, anyway, you know what? Let me do a read now. This is going to be fun. Now you're going to sit here and uh, watch as I struggle through the reads. Um, you know, Bill, getting a good night's sleep is easier said than done. It sure is, especially when you think you just heard a noise downstairs. Mm. Think about it. Now, I want you to think about this. What do you do in that situation? You can turn on all I, the lights. I asked my wife to go downstairs. <laughs> you told her to go downstairs. <laughs> you could check the kid's bed every hour, sleep with one eye open, mm. or you could rest easy knowing your home and family are protected with Simply Safe. Oh, Simply Safe with two eyes. Yes, two eyes. Yeah. S I M P L I Safe. Now, you have like 
tens of thousands of dollars worth of merchandise in your hands. And, like, and, and gambling cash. That's gambling where I keep cash. all my hundreds it's and thousands. Yeah, it's just strewn everywhere. Right. So if someone was going to go out of your house on Pico and La Brea <laughs> and take this stuff, isn't that right? Tay, we could take that out. It's, I don't know. 76 Pico. <laughs> Listen, you want to be safe, right? Yeah. When you install your Simply Safe home security system, you're arming your home with powerful sensors that actually tell you if a door opens or if a window breaks. With Simply Safe, there are no long-term contracts, and around-the-clock monitoring is only $14.99 a month. So, don't spend another night second-guessing your home safety. Get Simply Safe and get some rest, so Simmons doesn't have to worry about his uh, welcome back card. No, what is oh fast break? <laughs> my fa- any of my fast break frame fast break posters? Exactly. Can you imagine the bad guys making off with that? Should we get Simply Safe for Ken and Harry? <laughs> we should. <laughs> They're perfect for that, yes. Go to simplysafe.com slash ringer and get a special 10% discount when you order today. That's simplysafe.com slash ringer for 10% off your order. Simplysafe.com slash ringer. Mm. All right. Now, let's get to basketball. Paul George, you were asking Paul George. Where does he start the 2017 season? So we're taping this on a late Tuesday afternoon. Right. And a couple hours ago, the Lakers traded D'Angelo Russell. Mm Mm-hmm. And Mozgov's terrible contract mm-hmm. for the last year of Brook Lopez's contract and the 27th pick in the draft, which. And Karis Levert. They oh, Karis Levert's in that trade? They got Levert, too. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh. Michigan the guy. Singer? Isn't he a Michigan guy? Yeah. So Palenka getting the Michigan guy. Yeah. Uh, this is a, a so this a, is a cap space 2018. Right. We think LeBron's coming. We have to get rid of the Mozgov contract, Dan contract. In my opinion, I don't even think the Paul George to the Lakers should be on the board. If that's a bet, we should just make it. You think it's for sure happening? Are you saying for this season? Yeah, for this season. Yeah. So who's where does he start game one? The Los Angeles Lakers. Nobody else going to trade for him. Because so, you're trading for a guy you only have for a year. So, all right, I read this. The, the, this is before the trade was made, but the Lakers were 13 to 4 odds to land Paul George. You think now the Pacers were favored at 2 to 3, Cavs 7 to 1. You're saying Lakers slam dunk. The Lakers were thirteen to four odds yeah. to get Paul George before the trade. Oh man, you think that was a slam dunk, huh? I'd I'd be shocked if he didn't start the season with the Lakers. I think you're thinking too far ahead. Why would LeBron want to go to this team? Is this better? Is this is this a better situation than Cleveland? LeBron's going to L.A. We we Julius all this Randall is all anyone was talking about the finals. That's why two weeks ago Kevin O'Connor and I did the uh, the NBA Scuttlebutt podcast, and the big closer was LeBron to L.A. because that's. Really? Everyone seems to think this is happening, and now you have the Cavs GM gets fired. Mm-hmm. And I was always saying the two signs were, the two signs were if they were going to trade Russell, mm-hmm. because that meant they're going to take Lonzo, and if they tried to move at least one of those contracts using an asset before this draft, which they just did, because they needed to create the cap space for you need LeBron, you need Paul George, you need the Lonzo, whatever. He doesn't make that much, but then the fourth person, whoever that is. Right. But does so, anyone believe that LeBron wasn't in on the decision to make to fire the Cavs GM? I mean, it's so House of Cards-esque. It really is. So, yeah, because it gives him an out to say, well, look, I mean, we're not on the same page anymore. It's time for me to... So you think it is legit that he didn't know? I think you could go either way. Right. I think maybe he knew it was going to play out that way. But it's like a chicken and an egg thing. If Why did the GM not get an extension... Why did they get rid of him during the same day he was making trades? Is Makes it no because sense. he knew LeBron was leaving in a year 
and he's trying to get the owner to prepare for this scenario. Like we got to do, we got to prepare for 2019. Right. And the owners are no, no. He, and they have a difference of opinion there. I don't know what to believe. I just think LeBron's going to be in the Lakers. All right. And you think Paul I wish, George, can we bet on that? That's another one I would bet on. Well, I think we can. I'm going to get updated odds because that trade really <laughs> screwed everything up. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Let's I think keep the Lakers mind, are going to get him for fifty cents in the dollar, unless there might be a team reckless enough to trade for him for a year. Mm-hmm. But are you really going to give up a major asset for a year of Paul George? How does that make sense? What right. team is that? Like the Celtics wouldn't do that, and it can't be the Cavs, right? It could be. That's what people are thinking. They were thinking like Kevin Love to for Paul George. They rent Paul George for a year, try to convince him and LeBron to stay if they win a title together. And they could do George Irving and James salary cap-wise for one year even? Yeah. Paul George makes less than Kevin Love. Wow. Tate, you want to say something? I see you're adjusting your mic. Oh, yeah, Tate. No. We're, we're freezing no. Tate out. I'm sorry, Tate. Go ahead. No, no, no. We're, no we're, we're getting Tate in I for the draft Jump in there, Tate. I'm happy. I'm happy. I, I want Paul George to go to the Lakers. Good for him. All right, now as a, I'm glad we turned his mic on. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no Tate, when we do draft, Tate will He's be ready. Be a, I know. Now you're Celtics, though. I think yeah. best case scenario for you, LeBron does. LeBron and George go to the Lakers. You just play defense. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to make any moves. If that happens, you're in the conference finals. You win the conference three years in a row. They want. They they'd be very excited if LeBron went to right? the Western Conference. We we still have to worry about Giannis. You have to worry about the process in Philly and all those guys blossoming at the right time together if they can stay healthy. But Maybe Washington. Washington's in there. And uh, who's the other one? That's really it. The Suns are listed. The Clippers are listed. For Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm, I'm looking for the Paul George. I'm thinking oh, for Paul, Paul George. George. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Raptors if they get Lowry back, right? I was thinking. What are the Suns odds? The Suns odds were 16 to 1. So that's like... When I was talking about a team that just says, mm-hmm. screw it, and just trades for them for a year and hopes they can re-sign them, it would be a team like the Suns. That would be them? Yeah. So if you're looking for like a 16-1 flyer on somebody, that's not is, a bad one. Is there a team where he could be the number one guy and they go to the finals? Paul George? Yeah. No. What about Washington? Is he? Would he, he be, would the, be number the number one guy? He might be the number three guy no, in Washington. No, that's yeah. true. I'd rather Bradley Beal than Paul George. Beal over him? Tate, would you rather Bradley Beal or Paul George? I'd rather have Paul George. I'd rather Bradley Beal. It's close. It's close. But Term- you say Wall is better either I, way. Yeah, I'd take Wall Well, Wall's like the yeah. proven okay. superstar guy. All right. He just took his team to round two and the whole thing. Because Wizards are 12 to 1. I was thinking about that. All right. Now I don't, they don't have anything to trade for him. They'd have to give up Bradley Beal or John yeah, Wall, I which guess they're not going to they do. They couldn't keep them together. All right. NBA prop bets. Yeah. You can actually bet on some of these in Vegas. First year for NBA prop bets in Vegas, NFL. And in the NBA. Am I allowed to bet on these? Because I'm never allowed to bet on the MVP and all that stuff. What Can do I you bet have? on props? Talk to someone. Who do you have to talk to? Well, I'm not allowed to bet on the award ballot because I have... It's Right, right, right. It's because... Uh, because I actually can affect the award. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you don't bet on it. You just tell people like me in house, oh, you have to bet Harden. He's going to no, win. No, all I do is I say, hey, yeah. look, man, Harden is 20 to 1, and that's crazy. He has yeah. a chance to win. And you guys, I was right. right. What's crazy is he's going to lose. That's what's crazy. I can't believe we're not going to cash on that. And we did. No, what's uh, crazy hedge. is they haven't announced the MVP yet. It was <laughs> the season ended yeah, 10 months ago. Yeah, I think they're going to do it in the middle of next season. Oh, my God. I can't <laughs> wait to find out who won this <laughs> season. I can't even remember. Day. It's not even on the day of the draft, right? It's absolutely one of the dumber things. What are done. they doing? All right. And I like this, though. I like that you could bet on this in Vegas. I think you should be able to bet anything basketball-related anytime, the right? Yeah. Like what nationality the twins that LaMarcus Aldridge hooks up with All-Star Weekend are going to be. I think that should be a prop on Bolivian? the board. Bolivian? Bolivian uh, is three and a half to one. You're okay, right. Okay, great. That's good. <laughs> so, But I think that's good. And, and All right, so let's go to the first one here. Yeah. You could bet the, the one, two, and three 
Fultz, Ball, and now those are almost guaranteed. And Jackson is minus 120. Any other combination of the three is even. What's Tatum? Well, so I'm just saying you could, have, even. you could have even for if you want to bet that specific. Uh, I personally prop. think the Celtics are going to take Tatum at three if they keep the you pick. You do. And if they trade the pick, Jackson will go three. So basically, I'm telling you not to bet on that. Yeah, one. because you don't know. Okay. Yeah, because there, there's that pick could be going to who knows? Porzingis, Jimmy Butler, who the hell knows? Okay. All right. Let me. I'm just going to go over a few. You tell me if you like any. Tate, you you go to it too. You tell me. Now, Lakers draft Lonzo Ball. This was a steal. Talk about another steal. This morning was minus two sixty. It hasn't been updated. It's taken off the the board. But wouldn't this be the funniest moment in draft history if they passed on? Lonzo Ball. Just I, w- I was rooting guy. for it for the draft room, though, but it really yeah. seems like the last five days they dialed in on him. And now trading Russell is basically a concession they're taking on. Right, right. I have to admit, I had some pangs driving to work th- this morning <laughs> about the Celtics not taking him. Really? Even I, I like the trade. You pick up an extra asset, and then I'm driving to him like, man, if Lonzo ends up being awesome and mm-hmm. we traded down the pick before, like, that's going to suck. Like, I got frightened for a second. Yeah. That'd be terrible. It's funny. I would. I was gonna say Markel Fultz minus one and a half All Star appearances over whoever the Celtics end up. Are picking. we in Cousins' house, make believe casino? No, we're not right there now. Yet. Oh, we're not I, yet. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Put when on we're a there. different shirt. I will say though. Oh. <laughs> I know. We are gonna go. We're gonna be like Cher. We're gonna go through costume changes. But uh, what if the Aaron Fox is better though? What if they? What if they screwed up there? Like if they do a deep dive, I think they're getting too caught up. The Lakers are in, in jersey sales and everything else. You got Darren Fox it's ceiling. He doesn't have a weird shot. He doesn't have a weird father. Yeah. Maybe that's the better pick. The great thing about this draft and the biggest reason the Celtics traded down was because it's just such an unusually deep draft in the top eight. Mm-hmm. And you might have the eighth pick and get the best guy in the draft. That's happened before, but it's always been a fluke. Like. If you did the 2013 draft over, Giannis is the first pick. Sure. But in the moment, he was picked 15th, and that one seemed high. And he was just this Greek guy. Nobody had barely seen him play. Mm -hmm. But then there are other years where it's like like the year when Derrick Rose went first. Westbrook was fourth. Kevin Love was fifth. Westbrook seemed a little high. Kevin Love seemed like he was too low. But I wouldn't have been shocked if you told me Westbrook or Love is going to be the best player in this draft. Right, and I think this year has just an inordinate amount of those guys. It's pretty great. Tate, which t- who's three? Which one do you take in that bet? You take uh, Jackson being three, or any other top three? I think it's going to be Tatum. Like Bill said, the Celtics take Tatum. Yeah, I have this weird feeling about Dennis Smith. I feel like Dennis. There's a there's like a prop it. under eight and a half, like right. plus one fifteen. Mm-hmm. I think you got to take that. I you feel like some under. team's going to take him because that that vertical forty inch vertical is people will go crazy over that. Dennis really? Smith has the highest. Uh, Wild card potential They're, of like he could go three, he could go twelve. Like I, I'm prepared for anything, but I actually I agree with Tate. I think he sneaks in. So the problem is he he drops. He's right at where the Knicks would draft, right? So that's yeah. that's going to control his. Most people have right him at there. nine to the Mavericks. Oh, so I like see. it's eight and a half. So it's either you're going to get him at nine and you lose that. It's like minus one fifteen, and then uh-huh. if you take it under eight, plus. And he's compared to Steve Francis. Everybody likes Which his is, upside. In my opinion, not a total compliment. Right. But yeah. It's like Steve Francis was. A good way to win 32 games a year. Yeah. And he puts up big stats. But it's fun because the Knicks, at least, are in the conversation. Because mm-hmm. the draft is undisputably there's eight guys and nine if you include marketing. Right. Um, and 10 if you include Frankie Nicotine. Okay. So the Knicks have eight. So they're not in the Steph Curry situation where 
Steph Curry goes, and now it's suddenly it's Jordan Hill, and they're taking Jordan Hill, and the Knicks fans are like, "What just happened? We were one pick away from Steph Curry." Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's talk about international players in the first round over four and a half. Now, hmm. um, eight last year, eight in last year's draft. I'm only counting like three: the guy from France, Australia, Lithuania. You got to go to these mock drafts. Markkinen doesn't count as a foreign no, player. No, no, he's, he's not an international player. Which really? Is, yeah. So it, it's strange. So Frankie to me. Nicotine is though from France. Is, yes. And then you All got right. Hartenstein, the yes. German that they have late in the first round that a lot of so people he, are looking at. Here's that, why I, would I go, only put it at four, but but I understand the thinking. Like, yeah, this is where teams would take a chance because they want the next Greek freak or stash they want the next Porzingis. Well, that's so that's the thing. There's a couple yeah. teams that have multiple picks, right? Yeah. The Lakers have 27 and 28. Mm-hmm. Portland has three. So, some t- especially Portland, I think, is a candidate for this because they're like really cap strapped. They just they paid out way too much money. Right. So, that's where you would draft somebody who's like what the Celtics did last year with they drafted uh, Yavaselli and Zizic, 16 mm-hmm. 20. And, and my dad is like, these guys aren't on my list. I'm pissed off. Gotcha. Yeah. But those were good picks because <laughs> they didn't count on the cap. Now, Zizic is coming over a year later. So, I would go over on that you one. You go actually. over four and a half. I would. Wow. I right. would. What, I think there's going to be more stashing than... Tate, you say the same thing? Over? Uh, yeah, I'd say over. Okay. Why not? All right, I'm staying away. Number of freshmen in the first round. Boy, this seems high. 16 and a half. <laughs> 2014, there were 9. 2015, 13. Last year, 10. 16 and a half. Oof. So that one just comes down to the last four picks. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because you know the first few were like five out of the first seven are freshmen. That's or, like or if Tony Bradley, Frank Jackson, those guys are like 29, 30th. That's yeah. when it gets to 16. Those like late, late guys, mm-hmm. 29, 30. And none of these foreign players, the international players, count as freshmen, right? No. They don't. Okay. I have a, I have a comment on this. Go ahead. That's why we have you. There's a difference between gambling and having a gambling problem. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're betting oh, on that, you have a gambling problem. Okay, There's good. no way to actually have an opinion on. Oh, I, I see 17. I just <laughs> I, I counted four times. Like, right? You're, you're just throwing shit All against. Right. Well, then I'm betting point. it because I have a gambling problem. The okay, sneaky sorry. one is the Terrence Ferguson kid who didn't play. He like yeah. went overseas to Australia, but he would have been a freshman. But he doesn't count, right? I don't 16. think he counts. Yeah. No, mm. no. It's, but stay away from that. It's a big number. That's you never see that number. Put more money in the Warriors not to win the title. Stay away from that. you, Kentucky players over two and a half in the first round is a heavy vig on this minus 400 fox is a lock malik monk is a lock minus 400 the that's, center that should Bam be like minus 2400 mm-hmm. yeah Bam. bam's going in the first round yeah. he is right oh, especially yeah. like the nets need a big guy now right so they'll they'll take him at 27 i, would, if I don't think on. bam is would you be shocked if he even fell past 25 yeah i see him at like 17 Me to too. 21 range yeah, yeah. Right, so i think he's put, gonna be in the teens i'll put a star by that that's a good one and we'll uh parlay let's parlay that, that with kovalev with something <laughs> <Son of a laughs> <bitch. laughs> your good friend kovalev he was good so friend nice kovalev. to you on the podcast ah it serves me right for betting on the russians i know i know what's Trump wrong with probably you? made him throw the fight God. you're right they should look into why that. am i betting on the russians Maybe you can get your what money am i doing back. god josh hart over under 40 and a half from villanova this guy is a san antonio spur if i ever he should have worn a spurs jersey mm-hmm. this past year instead of villanova perfect so, perfect fundamentals I, I think they take him i don't think they pass on him so who 40 are, and a half. 40 and a half. So who's in the third? Do you have teams 31 through 40? Yeah, sure. so, yeah, so you have Atlanta, Phoenix, Orlando, Kings, Magic, Sixers, Celtics, 
Bulls, 76ers, Pelicans. Feels like a bull waiting to happen. Yeah. Pencilman of the Bulls. Bulls. <laughs> I don't like that one as much as the minus 400 what for the three Kentucky guys. What about the 76ers, too? 36. Stay hometown. They've watched them play oh, in that's Philly. that's a good one. What about the Spurs at 29? It's perfect spur. I don't understand that Kentucky bet. I almost feel like we should stop the podcast and call oh, really? that one in. Yeah, yeah, it probably went. Yeah, well, if Bam goes in the second round, that'll be like one of the steals of the last five years. Yeah, that would be like, like Tony Bam. Bradley or Inabugu, one of those yeah. guys. UCLA yeah. took his spot. I, I see where this is going already. We're gonna lose once this goes out. All right. Well, those are the ones Bam, I Bam strained his MCL in a workout. <laughs> what do you do? You like any others? I have uh, I have those listed. I have a best bet. We'll get to it in a second. Uh, if you have any to add or so. Uh, the Justin Jackson one. Yeah. 19 and a Over half. Over under 19 and a half. Mm-hmm. Somebody very near and dear to Tate's heart. Mm-hmm. Those kind of guys always seem to go three to five picks earlier than they everybody expects. Mm-hmm. And I'll use Valentine as an example last year. Yeah, 14. Right? Yep. People, Valentine, oh, he dropped. Oh, no, no, no. But it's always like there's certain teams that just like the well-schooled, the guy who played well in big games, who knows what they, he's a like, good kid. He's a good kid. He'll figure it out. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'd be surprised if he went into the twenties. I don't see that happening. Yeah. It was 19 and a half, right? Right. Yeah, so do you see him going 20 or later? I've heard a lot of bulls chatter around him at 16. I like Justin Jackson. Nug- <clears throat> Nuggets might grab him at 13. There's a bunch of landing spots for him before, before 20 for sure. I like that one. And, uh, I mean that the monk over under eight is just classic because right. it really seems like he's on the Knicks. Yeah, he doesn't get by the Knicks, so it's like who is that guy you bet on that Fournette that time? It's so funny because I was going to bring up this exact point. Yeah. I had Leonard you can't Fournette. Lose. I had him uh, under oh, no over four, right? And he went right at four, so, but you didn't lose the bet, right? But the Knicks are a crappier organization than uh, uh, Carolina, Jacksonville. Who who took him? Jacksonville. The, the yeah, yeah, Jaguars. Jaguars. Them, yeah. Jaguars, yeah. Uh, I so, think th- I think Monk goes to the Magic at six. Okay, so that's that my would be best my bet. that would be my. Uh, oh, that's yours magic too. For no Magic for years and years, mm-hmm. the Magic right. always have taken these guys who can't shoot. Right, these great athletes, and then this year it led to the great team that had Aaron Gordon, Vucevic, <laughs> and Ibaka, and they're all playing forward and center yeah. together, and, mm-hmm. and they there's no spacing own, yeah. and. Um, just seems like that feels like the overcorrection magic pick. Right. So that was your best bet? That's going to be my best. I say Malik Monk, under eight. Uh, he could go to the magic. Fournay is is a good scorer, though, right, as a shooting Fournier, guard? Fournier, yeah. Fournier. He has like 17 points a game. What about the Kings? Aaron Affle, they could, they could, they could take him there. I know, uh, I know Tatum is supposed to go there or something, but I think there's a few or spots. Fox. Or Fox. Yeah, so, they're kind of like battling each other, he and Fox, a little bit. Yeah. Kind of circling. Okay. So right, I think so there's two pro- spots you can go before the Knicks, before you get your push with the Knicks. I like it under. I like under. These eight. props are still live. I mean, yeah. I like there's ones I like more than this. Go ahead. I don't think Fox goes in the top four, which until a week ago I thought he would. Mm hmm. Is that four and a half? Four and a half. I don't see the path for him to go in the top four because Lonzo now definitely two. Yeah, Celtics at three. No way they take Fox. Right, I don't think. So if they and traded then, the pick, maybe Fox gets taken there. I don't see Phoenix taking him. Mm-hmm. Phoenix just takes who's ever left between Tatum and Jackson. Yeah, which is pretty easy for them. And then Sacramento to- takes Fox at five. All right, which he's worked out for them. Tatum, I just think he goes third, but 
the odds aren't good enough. Mm-hmm. And although, I mean, really, you should parlay Tatum going one, two, three, or four with Fox going after four, right? Because if your theory is that the Celtics and the Suns are both going to take small forwards, whether it's Jackson Tatum or Tatum Jackson, mm-hmm. either way, Fox is going to go fifth. Right. Tatum will go earlier. So if we parlay Tatum and Fox together. You could do that. Yeah, that's a nice package deal with Kentucky. So basically betting that Fox will go fifth and Tatum will go before him. I right. think that's a smart bet. All right. Uh, Isaac is a stay away because every I that guy could go anywhere. I'm, I'm, I don't even know what position he's going to play. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the only other one on here that seems like he gained a lot of steam is Luke Kennard. Mm, that's what the over under is twelve and a half for him. Right. And is the over mean over means he'll 13, go within 14, the first 15? fifteen? So yeah. it's minus one fifty. So you say under? You say he gets no? I think taken... he's one of the top fifteen picks, and the over under is fifteen and a half. I think he goes before oh, pick sixteen. Okay, so you go under. Yeah, under. Right. So under is plus one twenty for him. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I think he's definitely going before pick 16, right? Yeah, I pretty much see him every mock draft as Pistons at 12. I, think I thought that just... line was 12. It was 12 and a half originally, so maybe something happened with that. Giles is another one that is like 15 and a half or 16 and a half, and the under is uh, like plus 120. And right. Giles is one of those guys, if you're like 10, 11, if you're the Hornets, mm-hmm. the Hornets may take Giles at 11 just because, you know, they're like, whatever, we'll go for upside. I got two more. I think Jordan Bell is 100% a first-round pick, mm. minus 140. Mm. I just All think right. one of these teams, You once you get into like the 22 to 29 range, these teams just start looking at somebody who's good at one thing, and they'll look at him and they'll be like, we know what he is. He yep. can come in, he'll, he'll rim protect, and he'll run the floor. And we'll never run a play for him, but that's what he is. So yep. I, could see, I could see that. And then uh, this one's interesting, the – that Nigel Williams Goss will he be drafted? Mm-hmm. Yes, is minus one fifty. He's not going to get drafted. There's sixty picks. Yeah, that, yeah. Don't you think he get, goes at least like fifty two? Yeah, that's why I've seen him a lot of like fifty four, fifty five range. He's but not. I, he's definitely going to get drafted. That's even. That's even. You say? No, it's it's yes minus one fifty. Right. I All personally right. think he should be drafted. I I he to me he looked like a poor man's George Hill, which is at least something. Mm-hmm. Right. I just feel like you just named 22 players who are going to go in the top 14. <laughs> you, did, you pulled the Dickie V here where uh, 90 teams make the uh, make the tournament. There's there's a good one, too. They're like the Oregon one is like the number of Oregon players to get drafted, yeah. and it's two and a half. Mm-hmm. And so they have three guys. They have Bell, uh, Dylan Brooks, and Dorsey. And I think Brooks or Dorsey is one of those guys that's going to be second. So those are two second-round picks. I don't know if both those guys get drafted. So that's drafted. That's not just first round. Just drafted. That's, that's drafted. Yeah, th- two and a half was a good line. Interesting. Number right. of point guards selected in the top ten was four and a half. I yeah. enjoyed that one. That's right. That's right. There, so basically though. they're saying Frankie Smokes and Dennis Smith have to get taken in the top ten. Right. And I actually think that will happen. All right, that's right there. You're right, Frankie Smoke. Right, Tate. They, they would just have to out of curiosity, do you agree with Derek White having the best odds for first senior selected? I can't believe the it was was it half point five for senior selected in the first round. Wow. No. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. That's how it's uh, sixteen and a half. Yeah, zero point five <laughs> minus one ten. Uh, the purest. You know, what? if you stay in college for four years, you're a fucking coward. Here's <laughs> yeah. the coward. What are you doing? Get out of get there. Get out of school. Get you get the baby. What's girl say? Get the baby's bottle. <laughs> Staying in college four years. All right. So my best bet. I'm gonna stay with Monk under eight. 
I'm parlaying. Uh, I'm parlaying Bam. Okay. Bam and Kentucky three Kentucky players minus four hundred. With Tatum will go in the first four picks, and Fox will go after the fourth pick. Whatever right. that parlay is, that's that's mine. All and right. I'd like to do that in honor of uh, of Ken, who's been totally <laughs> outshone by Harry this okay. entire time you've had this There's pod. No way he's listening. I feel bad cool. for Ken. <laughs> Don't I just feel I bad worry for about him. I feel bad for him. <laughs> Don't ever feel his, bad for Ken. His his ego has just got to be in flux right now. It just has to. Tate, speaking of egos and flux, mm-hmm. what do you what do you say? I like the, this is going to sound like a homer, but uh, one and a half for UNC first rounders. I think Bradley and Jackson will both be You're first saying rounders. Over. Yeah, I say okay. the over. I, I wouldn't That's trust that at all. <laughs> Let me just mention, like I said, Harry is off. We may never see him again. But the parlay kid <laughs> likes a parlay of Duke under three and a half first round. UNC under, sorry, Tate, one and a mm. half first round. Kansas over one and a half. That pays plus 223. And uh, Brother Bryce has marking in over seven and a half. So there you go. And and Harry says, please send bail money. I'm in a Costa Rica, I'm in a Costa Rica Harry's, jail for three weeks. Yes, if anyone can get to a, a Western Union, please send. Harry's has so in. much golf channel. <laughs> you I love mean, they it. They were breaking down the U.S. Open this week. Where was Harry? He missed out on some great commentary. You think he can get a job on the golf channel? Yeah, him and Steve I, Sands have a little morning listen, show. I I want to talk to Harry's agent as soon as uh, as soon as the summer calms down a little bit. Does Harry have an agent yet? No. Should I hook him up with it's, baby his doll? Or is that just, oh, no, that it's just his agent's going to be oh, yeah, Ken. It's got to be Ken. Yeah. Ken's going to insist on representing yeah. Harry. Ken will own the ringer. <laughs> That'll be bad. That'll be bad. All right. Let's take a break. Let's let's make some money here. Hotel tonight, Bill. Yeah. Bill, I don't know if you know. Do you know my friend Joel? She writes for the show. Joel Downs. Yeah. No, it's not Joel Downs. Joel. Joel Bukai. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I know her. Was that the one Jamie had a crush on? He might have, yes. <laughs> yeah, he makes his rounds. <laughs> yes, Sorry, I think Jamie. Jamie had a crush on. Well, way back. We're taking everyone long, down here. Long time ago. Anyway, Joelle has this thing with, uh, she's got a rich brother, yeah. but uh, she doesn't get along with the sister-in-law. I uh, guess the sister-in-law made, said, uh, made a comment about her weight or something. So, oh, no. So, but they have, a, they have room for her whenever she visits New York. She doesn't go. Instead, she goes on hotel tonight. Just so you got to look like six six nights in advance. No, not even. Oh, you can't. Uh, you yeah, can go, you can that go up long. to six nights. I yeah, got you. I you was doing read it this stupid yesterday. Thing? No, be, yeah. no. All right, it's great. It's great. But she does it. She she takes all the chances. She does like the night before. Oh, you can do the night before too. Still gets a great deal. You know what's one of my favorite parts of my day is going on the Hotel Tonight app when the next. It's like always six days in advance right. or, or whatever, and then the next fresh. Six days, the new fresh set of rooms comes up. Really? It's just a reload of like seven days. For here's our new fresh batch. You like that? Yeah, I do. Are I you like looking to get out of the house? Like, huh? you're not yeah, even I look at how I think. Just in case my wife and I have a fight, I want to make sure I have a place to go. Stay at the Roosevelt for yeah. $49. <laughs> totally. That's great. It sounds counterintuitive, but unlike flights, hotel rates usually get cheaper at the last minute, just like Bill explained. Hotel Tonight helps hotels sell their unsold rooms, allowing them to pass those deals along to you. These are not last resort places. They're actually cool, top-rated hotels you want to stay in. And with so many awesome partner hotels in a ton of different countries, Hotel Tonight can help you find a great hotel almost anywhere. It's perfect for a spontaneous getaway or finally going on that trip you've been wanting to take for a while. Because even though the app's name is Hotel Tonight, you can book up to a week in advance. Bill says six days, but it's actually a week. Or six, seven, whatever it is. All right. All All it takes is 10 seconds, three taps, and a swipe. So go in on these killer last-minute deals and download the Hotel Tonight app right now. So I want to try out Hotel Tonight for Vegas. 
You do? Because okay. I think like, you know, we always end up going to Vegas last minute. Right. And the cool thing about Hotel Tonight is they'll have like just a random penthouse room for, mm-hmm. you know, X amount off or whatever. So oh, you just go to Vegas great. and just, yeah. I'm on there right now actually trying to see. Yeah. The Cromwell, the parlor suite is available for $307 really? right now. We just go right now. I'm going to tell you something. You, me, and Tate, we go to the Cromwell. <laughs> parlor suite. I don't and, even know and, what that is. It sounds fantastic. Get all these props. It'll pay for itself right Yeah, there. Yeah, easy. Our friend, uh, our friend, my cousin, your cousin, Jimmy, turns 50, wants to have the party in Vegas. Uh, what do we do? Maybe we wait like the day before and go on hotel tonight. Just go ba- the giant bang them suite. all out. Yeah. Like for 300 people. He's finally forgiven me for not going to his 40th birthday Why in Vegas. Why were you there? What because happened? Because I literally had just had a son. Really? My son was born. It was like eight days later. You know how grueling childbirth yeah. is. Childbirth, yeah. there's some after effects. Uh, and I just didn't feel right about leaving for the weekend when... When right. my wife had just passed out a child. You need to prioritize. I know. And he, and he, he brought it up for five, six, seven <laughs> years in, in typically, you know, pissed off uh, right. commentary. Here's what we're going to do now. I hope you don't nobody gets seasick here, right? Yeah. Because we're going to go on Captain Morgan's make-believe Riverboat Casino. Oh, my God. We're I've been go. waiting for this. This is this Captain Morgan. I took Morgan. some Dramamine. You did? Yeah. He's done a great thing, this Captain Morgan. Now, this yeah. Riverboat Casino, it used to just be for our friend Dan Sanborn to get away to make love with his wife because he has four, six kids or something. And he, four that we know about. Right. And he has to get away from it all. Yeah. That used to be no longer. He's done with that. He's found another place. Now we can go on this riverboat casino and we make fake prop bets. It's the only way place in the country. I'm so jealous of this. Like I've had my pod for almost two years and this is such a better gimmick than anything we've come up with Thank for you. a sponsor and it just makes me mad. Thank you. I, I lost like 12 nights sleep trying to figure it's, this out. It's really good. You should be really proud of yourself. I am proud. Now listen, let's let's make some money on the first make-believe prop, which is have you seen these? I, I've sent them all around the ring. I don't know if you've seen Did I send you? You know, I haven't what, seen these. I don't know what you're saying. Okay, good. I'm glad. The first reality show LeVar Ball appears on. Uh, Dancing with the Stars 3-2. to two. Okay. These Shark are make-believe tank. odds make at believe. the make-believe Riverboat Casino. You, this is the only place you could bet them. Okay. Shark Tank, three to one. Yeah. The Bachelor, six to one. See, Half. I was thinking Bachelor before you even really? started reading them off. Six yeah, to one six odd. to one's kind of tasty. Survivor, eight to one. Get on there. I would see Amazing Race before Survivor, really? right? Yeah. Not even on the on the list. Pawn uh, Stars, 12 to one. Pawn. You got to figure there's so much. <laughs> it's definitely, yeah. He robs your house and then starts selling these on yeah. stores. Sister Wives, 75 to one. Probably not as likely. That'd be and weird. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, 150 to one. I don't see that. I Can we add that. a couple make believe odds? Sure, today? go ahead. It's, it's our boat. I think keeping up with the Kardashians has oh, to be wow. taken seriously, right? Oh, yeah. That it's got to be tough. at least like 11 to one. I should have put that on there. You keeping never know. I mean, with those Kardashians to yeah. get their hooks in Lonzo. But really, if you had to bet one, which which one? I would bet on The Bachelor. Over Dancing I with the see, Stars. Well, it's in, he's going to be in LA. Right. It's. Isn't he it's, married though? <laughs> uh-huh. one, that is one no. I think it point. would be like when they have on the Bachelor oh, when they I have see. the stupid date and it's like, hey, it's Lonzo Ball and his dad Levar and we're going to play horse and they're the referees gotcha. and yeah. like Kareem showed up on the Bachelor, right? Our Bachelorette, and then he gives up the up these shoes that nobody wants instead of a rose. He's right. giving them out. He's the ball, big bar brand. Right. I like yeah. that. All right, I could see that. I could see dancing with the what stars. What would you give me for odds for Levar Ball? will have his own daily show on FS1 in the next 12 months. Oh, wow. He will have a talking head show, and it's called, like, Having a Ball 
something like that. It's just LeVar spouting takes at like 4.30 every every day on FS1. On FS1? FS1 every day. LeVar Ball is giving you his unfiltered takes. And it like starts with the balls to one? in his court. That's the, the balls promo. in his court. Probably about oh, 21. Oh, I like that. 20 to 1? Balls in his court. Yeah. Like, what's the difference between that and some of the other shows yeah, that have true. people yelling at oh, each other? Oh, he has other. so many ways to go with yeah. this. I it, went in today. I yelled at Coward for 10 minutes. I went on a show. Oh, you did? Came in hot, yelled at him. We yelled at each other. It was really? great. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good to get out. It's like getting a steam bath. Get it out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he could do it all. I could see him like he could be choking the dancing with the stars judges, <laughs> right. not like what he wanted. So it almost um, seems like you have inside information on this dates with the stars. Thing. I don't want to say anything. You know, I am an ABC employee. Yeah. So, okay. Fair but enough. But it could be. Fair all enough. Right. Okay, I don't want you to make believe trouble. Let's do this. You have access. You have incredible access to the Pacific Ocean. I'm not going to get yep. specific about it. Okay. Because everyone will hate you. No. Over under three and a half days. That your head is submerged in the Pacific Ocean from now until Labor Day. Separate days, three and a half times between now and Labor Day. My own head? Yeah, that you actually go swimming where your head oh, goes Oh, I never underwater. go swimming in the ocean. You're going under. I don't trust the sharks in the Pacific oh Ocean. God. There are sharks in you? Laguna Beach. There's no sharks there's coming a, after we'll Go Google it. Google I sharks it, Laguna that, Beach. That, that, that no, there's sharks. They're great if, white sharks. If, if you got eaten by a shark. Be, just, if you, some things are like too I, funny to ever happen. I don't like the ocean. That's it. There's, there's things down there. Really? Yeah. You're right there. Your kids love the ocean. I've seen them. You're going under three and a half? Under. I could have made that one and a half and you would have gone under? Yeah, under. Tate, what like do we think of that? I, I, three and a half, I thought was a pretty good. I thought was pretty good. Odds. What about you? You better go over too. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, well, I Tate likes I, the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, you should love the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we live out here? Right by There's the ocean. There's sharks out there now. <laughs> Crazy. You could get rid of the sharks. I know you know people. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, here's another one. Over, under. How many bow ties worn by first rounders in the NBA draft? I counted last year. There were 10 that they showed. There were 10 bow ties? 10 bow ties. I'm putting it at 10 and a half. I think it's more of a, a stylish statement this year. What do you go, over or under? Well, now I would go reaction to that there were too many bow ties last year and people going more traditional this year. Too so many. Gonna, and plus, Fultz has already kind of claimed the bow tie. He has been pictures of faults with bow ties already has taken a test. Yeah. So now if I'm underneath faults, now I feel like I'm copying faults. If I wear a bow tie, I'm going under. Right. But you got one right out of the way with the first pick. Right. Yeah. But then it's like you look like a loser because you're just following with faults. What would that... you wear? What would you wear in a draft? Because I think these guys put a lot of thought into it. So, you know, I announced the draft those two years and I really thought of one of those years wearing like a draft suit, like <laughs> like a 1990s. You should have. What they, and it just... Uh, the idea was was it met with a lot of positive. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, the one thing they they ruled against you over it. It was the only time that we had a disagreement the entire it. time I was, was probably there. Probably what did it in. But what I've noticed with the draft suits is that they care. They there's too much information and too much of a history, and the TNT guys have made fun of Barkley's suit too many times. So all these guys are very traditional now with the suits. Right. The glory days of like 1999, 2000, like those are long gone. Mm-hmm. Like when Drew Gooden wore the suit with no buttons. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, no that, that's the Steve done. Harvey collect. Yeah. Yeah. Then, right. uh, that's gone. You're right. I think I would just wear a Speedo with uh, multiple yeah. stickers on it. And just, uh, again, it's summertime. <laughs> Let's embrace what's going on here. And then just walk up there with the Speedo. There you go. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Denver Nugget. Yeah. 
Do or that. jacket with no shirt at all. Just right. Just yeah, that might be a way. Yeah, I mean, for these guys, they don't want to mess around too much because it's the greatest moment of their life. It is. So to have somebody who would really take a major chance, they that probably means they're a bad draft pick. Right. Is it the greatest moment of their life? Lonzo Balls are going to be on the third best team in California. <laughs> like, I'm ready for someone to wear a tux and say I'm marrying the game. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Tate, like what's that. what's the best professional moment of your life so far? This has got to be up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, right now. <laughs> today, getting this microphone today. The first the first Durant podcast? Uh, that's got to be up there, definitely. I mean, when I got hired, that was, that was probably the best. Oh, thing. that's nice, Tate. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> Kimmel that's right sweet. after the Oscars? <laughs> yeah, Kimmel was great. Yeah, the Kimmel podcast. Uh, Kimmel not, Kim not realizing he was like super famous from the Oscars, like thinking it was like just another day. It's like right. your life's different now. He's, I had no idea. That was pretty good. That was great. I think mm-hmm. Tate, though, I don't think he's being honest. I think we're feeding him his answers. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah that's I, true. I did feed him every yeah. answer. No, those are all good answers. I, Thank you. Yeah. All right. One more. This is probably stupid, but. LeBron officially being named the Cavs GM. No minus 1,200. Yes, 7 to 1. Wow. That's one way to keep him there, right? You're the GM now. Not I'm trying not... to think if that's legal. I don't know if that's legal. But, really? I mean, he owns an agency that represents one of his teammates. That seems even more illegal. Mm-hmm. Right? He owns the agency. Yeah. And Rich Paul, who works for that agency, represents Tristan Thompson, who got an $85 million contract from the Cavs. Right. That seems illegal. Mm-hmm. They so would I don't make know. that work. GM LeBron team. I minus 1,200. Which way do you go? Do you need more odds than that, or you go? Yeah. I need like 20 to 1. You need 20 to 1. Yeah, I need. All right. Tate, you don't, like, you don't think it's happening? No, we just need. I mean, the player coach died, so why can't we have a GM coach? Yeah. LeBron takes it to the next level. That's all I I'm think, thinking. I think we've had a GM coach, and his name was LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> what about will LeBron James be bald? When the season starts, because he's bald now, well, and he looks good. good. I, I, I don't know what took him so long, but it yeah. really feels like. He's free. He's like a puppy running around in the backyard now. He's I would happy. say minus 180 for that, right? What mm. do you think, Tate? Mm. That's pretty good. I like that. Minus what about Kyrie's not on the Cavs opening night? Yeah. Minus 500? I think more than that. Really? Yeah. Not on the Cavs? Not on the Cavs? Yeah. No, I think you're saying that the wrong way. He no. will be on the Cavs. Yeah, do you he think will he's be on, on, I think he will. Be yeah. yeah, he has to be. There's How no, about Kevin, Kevin Love is not on the Cavs opening night plus 200? Yeah, take that. Okay. Take that. So, yes. All right. I think Love's the one that they're going to talk loves, to. Love's, I could feel it at the game. I looked over at their bench during game five, and mm-hmm. I could literally see his brain trying to process how hard it was going to be to move his stuff out of his house. Really? He just was sitting there in a daze, and you could see. He's like, man, it's going to be hard to move again. <laughs> I have a lot of stuff. We need I hope him I to get, get traded Indiana. We need him to get fat again. Yeah, we need Tate wants fat Kevin Love back. Yeah. I think it's a great corner. You know, why don't we just have him, me, him, Joe House? We go, like I said, Fogo de Chow. We'll fatten him up. Mm-hmm. Gain thirty pounds. There's been night. rumors of you and House at Fogo de Chow. We want to do. We want to do it. We realize we've never done it. House just is like green. <laughs> yeah, it's all on green. Green the whole time until one of the crazy guys with the na- knives just has enough and stabs us right to <laughs> Game of Thrones style, right through the heart. Like you guys have to go. We took Brad there. Your friend Brad, my oh, friend yeah. Brad. Mm-hmm. The last time I went to Fogo de Chow. <laughs> he was there and he got meat sweats he went to the bathroom three times <laughs> went ran like, like ran sprinted, like, sprinted to the bathroom when you just say the name Brad I just start laughing 
the food goes through him. It's almost like a newborn baby. <laughs> like like it's like the newborn baby with the breast milk for the first time right. and just starts pooping. Would you get those things up already? With what did he didn't he review something for you? <laughs> no, we have them. We you have do? the first he one. Reviewed Homeland. Put it up for God's sake. No, Home, but we have. We're Homeland's saving been it. off the air for like three years. Before Homeland comes back on, we're doing it. We're put running it. That's, All right. If we ran it now, it'd be weird. I know, but people forget what happened. I in the told show. him to watch. What was the one I told him Billions? to watch? Billions. Billions. Yeah. I told him to watch Billions. That was his it? next assignment, and we wanted to run them in a series. And I never heard from I him. I ran again. into Brad in the elevator the other day, and he he listens to these crime, these like 1930s radio, these crime drama mysteries yeah. on his phone, full blast. I see him in the elevator. He's spinning around. He's got this. Doesn't even turn it down to talk to me. Has has the phone in one hand, full blast, and has a letter from uh, someone saying they're garnishing his wages unless he pays forty thousand dollars to the IRS. And that's that's an elevator experience with Brad right there. Hey, Brad is owes the IRS some money. I guess so. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I took his ID back to Jimmy Kimmel and oh, I yeah. gave it to the security people like he told me to do. And I right. guess they decided not to give it back to Brad. <laughs> yeah. Because they didn't want him to have the ability to get back in the get building. In the building. It yeah. was in rough shape. It's probably for the best. Probably for the best. All right. That's an, well, we're, we've docked now. That's another week of Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. Wow. No matter how you live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly, Tate. Captain's orders. Um, Incredible experience on the, on the boat. You feel I really enjoyed woozy? it. No, it's it was fun, really right? great. It was really awesome. I can't wait to go back to my hotel tonight suite <laughs> at the Cromwell. This is really working out. It's great. And but do you have I, it all Simply Safe up? Yeah, I do. It's, all, it's Simply Safe alarms on. Okay, it's awesome. Uh, one more thing. I'm heading to the Dodgers Mets game almost uh, a minute after we're done here. Oh, yeah, we got to run. Gonna, yeah, no, we got to okay. roll. I'm going to watch uh, my team lose, probably the Mets. We've known each other 15 years. I think we've only gone to one baseball. We game went with our wives. Oh, we did. Early on. Oh, okay. I came and picked you up in the Valley when you lived we in did? the Valley. We went. And and both of our wives just ate hot dogs for nine innings. So then we, yeah. So that's what we need to do to Kevin Love. But no, you're right. That there was that. That's maybe, the only time we've, we've ever been to a now, baseball game. So there was another time. Oh, we, like All Star? No, no. Angels, Red Sox. Oh. <laughs> This is a crazy thing. Oh, my God. It's like the 15-year anniversary of that, right? Or 14? I think it's close. Yeah, it's 14 years. Tell, st- go ahead, and I'll jump in. You tell the story. So, <laughs> Daniel Callison, our friend who yes. was in charge of Jimmy Kimmel's first show. Yeah. Uh, first season of his show on ABC, mm-hmm. who worked with him on The Man Show, who I met when they were trying to lure me to come to L.A., and we went to the feast Right. And my wife's all worried about us living in L.A. and I'm going to get corrupted by whatever the girls in the sunshine. I'm like, no, no, it's fine. These are nice, normal family people. And we get to the feast and I'm thinking this is going to be this great charitable experience. And we see Daniel coming down a slide with two juggies. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, who's that guy? And I'm like, that's the executive producer of the show. <laughs> so was that was my charitable. introduction that's to L.A. That's his charity right there. And yeah. then the night before the show launched, he was in the New York Times with a girl on his shoulders. Right. A picture of him. And it really set the tone for everything that followed. Right. I enjoy, I mean, he's still my good friend and we love him. Sure, of course we love him. I'm sure he'd do a couple things over again. I would do a a lot of things (laughs) over again in my career. But One of the very small things he would do over again was this baseball. We go to, we get the Disney suite. Disney owned the Angels. Right. We have an inordinate amount of Red Sox fans working for Jimmy Kimmel Mm -hmm. Live. Daniel decides it would be a great idea for all of us to go to a baseball game in the Disney suite. Mm-hmm. 
it turns out to be an extra inning, awesome game. This was the oh, this was the no, 03 Red Sox. Yeah, 03. So this is the first really fun Ortiz mm-hmm. team. This is when Ortiz was starting to blossom. And I think I'm the only one rooting for the Angels because I want maybe see like you, one other person. I want to yeah. see you guys miserable. Right. Yeah. And we're and we're drinking and the game's long and it's pretty insufferable and we get louder and louder and then we take the lead in extra innings and it's a Sunday. It's probably like four o'clock on a Sunday. Yeah. And fans are leaving and our people are berating the Angels fans leaving. Oh, leave it early. We're doing right. that whole thing. The suite next to us is owned by the Angels. Right. And the owners are in there. Mm-hmm. And they don't know what the hell is going on. It's like two different who was in that other suite? It was like the other Angels owners, yeah, right? Or minority owners or something. What was his name? I saw with an M. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. They were right there, though. And they're watching us and getting madder and madder. Mm-hmm. We had the best time ever. We leave. And two days later, it's like Daniel's about to get fired for this. So uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live, an ABC show, a Disney show. Disney owns ABC. Disney owns Disney ABC. owns the Angels. Easy math to do. By the Angels are the home team. Angels are the home team. We're, we're giving you these tickets for free. We're in the Angels owner suite. Just behave yourself. Yeah, try not to embarrass us. Yeah, right. And it's just, we embarrassed ourselves. Right. And uh, I think we all had to write letters of apology. So Daniel gets mad at us. Like this, he was like the ringleader. Letters of apology. You don't remember? We had to donate to some like animal uh, foundation. Oh yeah, we had to donate money too. We had to too. donate, and we had like writers' assistants going and made like seven hundred and fifty dollars yeah. a week. Yeah. And like they try to donate fifty. I was like, you have to donate at least two hundred and fifty dollars. Right. It's like he's yelling at us to make this right. <laughs> it was a crazy experience. So yeah, yeah, that was my baseball. Game so those were that was the other baseball game we went yeah. to. That yeah. was a more exciting story than Dodger Stadium and our wife's yeah, the, hot dogs. Well, the Dodger Stadium one was, was Mitt Romney's kid hooked us up right oh yeah yeah when he was, was working a, there that's right yeah so then we had we, we went to the all-star the game together yeah like oh three maybe oh, right. whenever okay. jimmy's yeah, been been i'm sorry yeah. well does we the all-star game count though that's yeah. an exhibition yeah that was fun but here's what i'm getting at i'm going tonight there's not a lot of great things you could do betting in terms of betting on a live sporting event like for yeah. baseball Baseball, there's the pass the cup if you have like 10 people. And if there's a home run hit, you keep putting a dollar in. If there's a home run hit, you get, and the cup is on your lap, you get to keep it. You could bet on rolling, the catcher rolling the ball back to the mound if the ball lands on the, the mound. The rolling the mound is one of my favorites. You, I don't even remember how that works. Is it I, just even odds? Like, what seems to happen now is that they usually keep the ball and they run back and they throw it into the stands to right. try to get goodwill from the fans. That's what Lisa Gonzalez and the Dodgers catcher do Right, that. right, right. So, Sometimes but I you think have to wait on that. The home run game is the most fun one, I think. That's past the cut, right. It, yeah. yeah, it's basically like... You, there's a million different iterations of it, right? But you right. could be like every half inning, it's another dollar, and some mm-hmm. you just keep passing, and whoever has the money when the home run happens. Now, the best one is betting your drunk buddy $200 to run on the field, and uh, it, it never pays <laughs> right, off because right. no there's a lot of tough talk it costs about them it. It costs 1500 to get arrested. It doesn't happen. You can go on, you could bet the runs, hits, and errors. This is kind of a fun one. The over under for the game runs, hits, and errors for both teams, usually around 22, 23. Right. Bet the over. That's fun. I well, what about like what about the one where you just do the home run draft and you know you just write a you know Dodgers Mets tonight. Yeah. How many people are you going with? Three. No, there's like twelve of us. Oh, well, you just do pick like two people and you just do like a snake draft. Oh, interesting. You take Gonzalez first that and you have put in yeah. every yeah. home run that you have to pay whoever has that person twenty bucks. That's pretty good. 
That's a pretty good one. Because that right. makes the home runs a little more fun. I like that. Well, listen, if you have a story about how to bet on a live sporting event or fake props or Degenerate Gambler Hall of Fame submission, or you just want to say hi, hit us up at CousinSalAgainstAllOdds at gmail.com. Uh, you know what's really sad? Go ahead. Because here's how old I am and how long I've been writing my column. I know I wrote a mailbag thing about oh, the 10 best sporting? things to bet yeah. on at a baseball game. So as you finish your reads, I'm going to look for All right, that. You find that thing. You find that thing. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live. I'm going to promote it. Thursday night, Sir Anthony Hopkins, Sir Ooh. Chris Hardwick, and music from uh, Sir Adam Lambert. That'll be fun. Hit me up on Twitter at the Cousin Sal. And that's it. Bill, you have anything to plug? You have a podcast or something? Can you wheel Anthony Hopkins out in the Hannibal Lecter stretcher? Or no, would that be weird? That's two, 25 so. years ago? Yeah. Would he not want to do that? He's a knighted man. I don't know if he uh, puts up with the shenanigans. Do you think he likes the Hannibal Lecter jokes? <laughs> well, I guess I'll find out. I'll, like I'll after 25 years, he's probably like, I get it. King Auntie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. He's had enough. Put the yeah. lotion in the basket. Fine, yeah. fine. Yeah, okay. I call him Tony H. He seems to be okay with well, that. Well, next time, I'm going to find that column. And next right, time I come it. on, I'm going to have a lot of suggestions for how to, maybe I'll do a cameo. All right, yeah. Yeah, we'll have you come on. And then in the meantime, best of luck to Ken. Thank you. I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry your star has been eclipsed <laughs> by the trifecta. And Poor especially Ken. Harry, who is, who is the biggest rising star at the ringer right now, in my opinion. Poor Ken might be the funniest thing I've heard. Poor- <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tate, thank you. You have anything you want to plug? Teed up. Yeah, teed up Friday, Friday. after the draft. We're going to make a lot fun. of fun of it. Yeah, I had the, the BS podcast. I had Gladwell on this week, and we're doing NBA draft stuff all okay. week. Okay, so and that's on the ringer. Time. People can find that on yeah, the ringer. Yeah, so you can find that wherever podcasts are found. Yeah. There you go. That's all great. right, for Tate Frazier, for Bill Simmons, I'm Cousin Sal saying happy handicapping. Good job by you guys. Na, 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 na.